Welcome to Singled Out, your ninth best gaming podcast. Please stand by. Andrew here. This is an episode that was reviewing on Patreon. It's part of our series about a guild in around 30 minutes. This one is about the Cooks. It released it released on our Patreon feed last year, and now it's available for everyone. If you're interested in helping us out on Patreon, it's five dollars a month. You get at least one episode a month. We are still going through our series about a guild in 30 minutes, and we are now offering a 3D print of veteran Captain Dirge for everyone who subscribes and is a patron for more than a month. So have a listen. This one's good. After all, it's free. And um, I'll see you later. In a minute, you'll hear Steve talking about the cooks. Cheerio. Thursday in the UK, it's 4.45pm, it's obviously raining, and we're here at Singled Out, a sometimes Guild Ball podcast, to today talk about Guild Ball. And I'm joined, lucky as I am, by the Master of Misery, the man who's walking backwards for Christmas, Valerian Langton. Good afternoon, viewers. And the Lord of the Bants... Francois Langton. Afternoon all. So we've got uh, double Langtons for your pleasure for this, the next part in our sort of uh, intro to guilds or guilds in 30 minutes uh, session where this one will be less than 30 minutes hopefully because we're going to talk about a minor guild and we're going to talk about a minor guild which is Cooks. Um, I think it's fair to say Cooks are probably 
one of the ideal guilds to sort of start the game with. You know, they're very they're very straightforward, aren't we? What what, what are the fundamentals of Cooks? Um, uh, they hit things very hard. They put out an awful lot of damage through Wellington. Basically, they've got loads of buffs throughout spread throughout the team, which they want to focus on one or two models, um, and then just go and delete models a turn. Uh, but you can also use Sugar to go and get snapback goals because she's got pretty. She's got the ability with her special rules, which means on snapshots she gets bonus kick to that. Um, but mostly hitting things, Buff, they, buffs and hitting things. Yeah, they are the Butcher's Minor Guild, right? They like to punch stuff. Yeah, and they have obviously the Intimidation Guild rule. So I mean, people will know this, but everything is minus one defense against them. So there's a little bit of changing your sort of how you think of the maths, isn't there? Not quite the same degree as navigators, but uh, just, just for one's internal sort of maths. Um, Franco, anything to add to Valerian's executive summary of cooks? I think they are the glass cannon guild. Um, their defence isn't that great. There's not that many hit points on anything. So they're definitely killable, but as Valerian said, they put out a lot of damage. So if you kill stuff faster with them than they die, you win. Yeah, you, you want to hit stuff before it hits you, and then you want it to not be able to hit you, basically, is the, the probably the overriding ethos for them. Should we, should we talk a bit about the, the sort of players in Guild? Because the minor Guild, we can do a bit more, uh, we can go through a bit more sort of detail on them. So we're not, we're not going to do a full card read, but I think it's worth talking about sort of what each of the, each of the players do. And I know when we're talking about the major Guilds, we're talking about the play style that each captain brings to it, but that is not the case here because you have one captain and you have one mascot, but thankfully your captain is a good one, um, which is Wellington. Um, he, he is statistically pretty standard, right? Sort of, you know, 6A move, tack 5. It's essentially, it's not unlike being tack 6 because you've got intimidation. 4-1, decent kick, 4-6 influence, and 16 boxes. So what does what does Wellington bring to the team? Uh, damage output and buffs um, so he's got a pretty straightforward playbook it's just damage all the way up with uh, singled out available uh, off the playbook and he's also got a damage buff and then the other two things that are kind of important is legendary which lets everyone get a free character play which given there's quite a lot of good character plays in the guild is super helpful and then yeah. his other trait uh scathing rebuke just a useful condition bit of free condition removal and a bit of a dodge but mainly you're using him to damage people just because he has six influence can take six influence so you can put out more damage i'm just gonna come back in on the character play chef special which is gives plus one damage to anyone within four inches of the chosen model. It is one of the best character plays in the game, mm. simply because it's basically tooled up, but as an aura. It's okay. If you get it right, <laughs> you can get four or five models benefiting from that one influence character play. It is, for me, the key character play in the entire guild. Um, also worth noting that Sugar, one of the players, also has it on their, as a character play as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. So you've got two options for getting out. So you, uh, so you should be able to get a sort of decent spread of it, right? And so, so what are you looking to do with Wellington? I mean, is is he just a missile? Or are you are you looking to sort of, you know, 
put the buffs out and stand in the middle of your team? What's what's the sort of usual? Yeah, how greedy is he as well? I guess like um, generally, you put six influence on him. Um, yeah. Early game, you tend to use him as a missile. You put all the buffs from the rest of the guild on Wellington, and he just goes and deletes one model mm. because his output's like that. Later on in the game, once you're starting to get the two lines kind of a bit more close, or you've got scrum formed, then you start using things like legendary to give everyone the free character play, and then he can put out the singled out or multiple models, put the chef special out. So early game is a missile. Mid game, mid to late, he's a bit more of an all round team buff. He's also one of the few players with a with a knockdown and with a you know even an achievable knockdown in guild, right? Because you don't have a you don't have a lot of that kicking about, do you? I mean, outside of the charge, even with intimidation, he mm. quite often doesn't hit that until he's hit singled out. Mm. Um, so if you if you want to hit the knockdown, you pretty much need to charge. Yeah, but I guess the point is, other than roast but, and terrorizer, yeah, no one else really has even no, a knockdown, let alone a sort of, yeah, relatively achievable. It's worth noting that if he gets the one influence charge from Roast, um, even having to take the knockdown on the charge, he still kills most models in the game. Mm. That's if he's got a chef special up, yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, either through his legendary or through Sugar doing it, yeah. So yeah. he can still afford, whereas a lot of models, if they take the knockdown on the charge, it really hurts their output. Wellington can afford to take the knockdown on the charge and still do a lot of damage to models. So he's a sort of centre of the board, kind of dominate stuff, give yourself as many targets as you can get and and sort of go after stuff and then sort of, yeah, get the buffs out, get stuff followed up with your team. Yeah, he pretty much follows the standard kind of killy control <laughs> thing. If, you, if, you sta- if you're standing within jog range of him, uh, you probably don't want to be because your model may not be there otherwise. Yeah. I guess what he doesn't really like is sort of being engaged at two inches, uh, losing tack, you know, things high, like blind, high, things like disarmor, high armor, high armor, uh, with yeah. a good counter attack. Yeah, because obviously one inch reach is a bit of an issue. Yeah, don't don't go after things like Midas with him. I think it's probably fair uh, to say. Well, because just because unpredictable. To be honest, like apart that. from unpredictable, he loves Midas. Yeah, because it's four zero. But yeah, he can, he can knock him down pretty reliably if you've already popped unpredictable. And then Midas dis- disappears in a big yeah. cloud of smoke. Yeah, cooks cooks are super good at killing death five models. Mm. Um, yeah, it's also worth noting that what that means is defensive stances aren't actually quite as useful against cooks in general because mm. of the intimidation rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Should we talk about the mascot? Let's talk about Pepper. Um, um, Pepper brings Feral, which is a free attack, to get a point of influence, and that's of kind of about it. Yeah, Pepper's really fast if you put influence on him um, with where they go, mm. and has a free attack. So he's really good for getting the ball uh, yeah. on the receive, and that's about all he does. A pretty good target for um, uh, Chef Special, though. Because they're so mobile. No, not really. Because it's not really doing anything. And six hit points is quite easy to kill. Yeah, Yeah, I think if you put Pepper in a position where you're benefiting from Chef Special, the opponent probably just kills him. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, six hit points, even at 5-0, just 
doesn't do very much, especially in this world of farmers and shepherds with two damage on one hit. Makes uh, sense. But is is a useful crowd out, I guess, when we're talking about like because cooks do like crowd outs and additional dice and has feral as well. So it's one I of mean, those. He's, he's those almost mask- always. Yeah. He's, he's going to contribute. Uh, yeah. But it's normally just that one feral attack and then just be annoying if someone wants to take the part in blow. With yeah. vicious. Which is a pretty good parting blow because, yeah, plus, plus two attack, plus one damage, minus one defense. Not bad. So let's talk about the sort of the backbone of the guild, I guess. We'll talk about the two guild only models, which are quite a, quite a good dividing line. Should we talk about, let's talk about them in order of the rhyme. So, in terms of sugar and spice, uh, let's talk about sugar um, because I think she's probably the most interesting model in the guild right mm, yeah so she had just before they were errated to make them slightly better she was a bit lackluster uh then they gave her the best aoe character playing the game uh on the model that can damage buff itself uh she's nominally a striker um you don't score loads of goals just with her um, but she has a special rule to boost her snapshot. So she goes up to whatever it is, a five, five, ten snapshot uh, with sturdy. So it can't be, unlike other snapshot turrets like Angel, can't be trivially gotten rid of just by knocking them down. Mm. Um, and then she has chef special, the damage buff again, just like Wellington. And the big play, chili cookout, which is a four damage and burning AoE. Only on the short range, but she can get it off the playbook, which on a charge with the intimidation is pretty reliable. Yeah, and, and does loads of damage. Up, yeah, it goes up to it's, it's basically just a big dump AOE. It's, it's four or five damage in an AOE. You can buy it; can be momentous. So she's yeah, she is. Mm. If, she's, if your if your opponent is foolish enough to bunch up and you can get two or three models with that, it's going to hurt an awful lot. And also puts out fire, which uh, when we come on to talking about spice, I think is uh, is, is probably the I other... I mean, the uh... other thing about Sugar is, despite normally being a striker, she has Momentous 1 damage on 1, Momentous 2 on 2, and Momentous 3 on 4, yeah. which combined with the fact that she has spe- Special means she has very reliable Momentous damage output. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, if she's in range to hit something, she can usually spend that influence, get you damage, get you momentum. Yeah. Um, and I guess, like we were saying with Wellington, she's a model that you want ideally to be positioning fairly central. So you've got more target options for the chili cookout. And obviously, the ideal situation is you want her to be within 10 inches of the enemy goal with a clear line of sight. Because what you. Because obviously the thing she's other thing she is really good at is is hitting snapshots. She hits snapshots better than almost any yeah. model in the game. Um, the other interesting thing on the snapshot is, is combined with Wellington, because Wellington's trait scathing rebuke yeah. gives a model a two inch dodge. So you can catch people out by sticking sugar twelve inches away from the opposing goal. Mm-hmm. Use Wellington to dodge her into snapshot range and have Wellington pass her the ball to make a snapshot. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Can, um, so it's just a little trick that will catch people out if you can get it off. And I think the interesting thing with that is also, I guess, where, like, what Wellington doesn't do or what they don't, the way they achieve six point activations is kind of interesting, right? They yeah. can do it, but it usually involves killing a model and then passing the ball to Sugar. 
So yeah. it's a sort of slightly so your your threat angles are slightly different from I guess when Franco when you and I talked in the Union podcast that you know Vet Rage will occasionally get six point activations, but he'll he'll have to score the goal himself. This is much more this is actually much more reliable. Yeah. Um than a lot of fight it's a lot more reliable than a lot of fighting teams six point activation potential. So Yeah. And yeah. and as you said, you can do it from a fair way away. So Wellington can kill someone who's you know, 18, 20 inches away from the goal. And if snaps, if sugar's in the right place for the snapshot, mm. um, you can, you can still score the goal without having to even Wellington, put Wellington out of position to do it. You yeah. can still be in the middle of the board ready for next turn. She's also a good model. Like if your opponent is being careful about sort of coming to you and you have the ball standing her 10 inches from the goal with any model that's in the position to pass the ball to her, is essentially threatening a goal, so it can yep. sort of force your opponent to come and try and engage you when they really don't want to. So that there's that option as well. So then the next guild-only model is Spice. Um, I guess the other thing to say with Sugar is she's by Cook's standards reasonably tanky. You know, mm. three, two, fourteen boxes. It's only one is really, but Spice is is not tanky. Defense. You know, she's got Crucible's defensive stats essentially four zero, fourteen boxes. But she interacts really well with Sugar. She loves people being on fire, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she just does a, yeah. Intensify uh, to damage everyone within three who's on fire. Enemy models who are on fire, I suppose I should point out. So you can't accidentally or intentionally kill your own players. Um, she's got a pretty good all-round damaging playbook. Again, starting with Momentus 1-on-1, one one, going all the way up to Momentus 4-on-5. Yeah. Um, the intensifier is momentous and it's on two hits. Um, so she's so she only got only brings two influence, but she's got berserk. So generally, you want her to jog to someone because if she starts charging, it really limits her output. Yeah. But if you can jog to someone, hit them four times, you're generally doing quite a lot of damage. And it can go. You can like she probably has the highest potential output of anyone in the guild, right? Because she has assist with pepper. Mm. Yeah. And then all of the sort of interactions with burning. So so she can do she can be doing not with not a lot of setup, three damage on one hit. Yeah. It's it's also a kind of good indication of the synergy between the models in the cooks. So they've all got, you know, momentous damage, but if you but they can all set one another up. Yeah. Um for example, roasts who will come on to's one infinite charge aura. If Spice can use that, if Pepper's in there, if someone's put Chef Special out for the damage buff as well, there's all sorts of bits and pieces that kind of add up to doing even more damage. Yeah. Depending on what bits you've put in where. I mean they're not they're not sort of unlike blacksmiths, weirdly, are they, in the sense that like if you if you get the right setup they'll just delete stuff. Like so the, mean, listeners, the listeners yeah. can't see this, but we're looking a bit quizzical when Steve <laughs> went. Cooks are like blacksmiths. In terms of the output, like if you have enough, you know, like in the same way that blacksmiths will put out like singled out and stagger and knockdown and searing strike, and then they'll just evaporate. I think models. it's done very differently though, because blacksmiths tend to put um, their buffs out on enemy models they, a lot they of the put time. Out. Cooks yeah, tend to put buffs out on their own models. Yeah. Um, so it's a slightly different way. Yeah, they both do the buffs, debuffs, but it's just a slightly different way of buffing the output. That makes sense. So Sugar's basically, and two-inch reach, which is kind of 
yeah. reasonably uncommon in the guild. Like they don't there want to a lot of it. No. Um, so yeah, she's she she's more less less subtle than sugar, I guess, and like apply to face with as many buffs as possible, right? Yeah, and try yeah. not to leave stranded in front of enemy models because she dies pretty quickly. Yeah, she she's the most fragile model in the guild. Yeah. Which is which is because you do have to be careful because she is also other you know she's probably your primary output squaddy, mm. so you know she's one you one you don't want to lose and she is vulnerable to going down. She's got a double dodge on her counter attack, which is achievable. Yeah, um, but it's not sort of ideal. So should we talk about the? Let's talk about the sort of two crossover ones. So roast and cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about cinnamon first of all, shall we? So another two inch reach model. Um, very sort of cooksy playbook, um, but she is primarily there for one big reason, right? Yeah, um, yeah. The she, she she's probably she she's amazing. Cinnamon is is if you don't play cinnamon, you're doing it wrong. Right? <laughs> um, get a set bake or, or a buff plus two plus two move buff for anyone within that aura is just. I mean, yeah. Particularly in the modern game of Guild Ball, as it is, every team has move buffs. You really, really need that speed buff. And because it's an aura, it means you can get two or three models potentially utilising it. Um, she's also got anatomical precision as well as intimidation, which means that if she can get a couple of buffs or a couple of gang-ups on an opponent model, she can start doing quite a lot of damage as well. Yeah. Giving them minus one defence and minus one armour when she's attacking. So she's a very good secondary damage dealer, as well as just providing the movement buffs. Yep, I've definitely caught people out of kind of caught people out of that because actually, you know, under again under Chef Special, which is as we said, such a big part of what cooks do. She puts out a surprising amount of damage, and if you've got someone on half health or less, she can probably and she can jog up to them. She can probably kill them. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. She yeah. needs to. Um, it, it, again, a very if you go chef special out, that's she's she's hitting six damage mm. on a jog at least, yeah, minimum. And if it comes down to it, she's pretty quick and can score a goal. She's yeah. also got a reliable tackle. It's on it's on two, but again with intimidation and anatomical precision, yeah, it's yeah. pretty reliable most of the time. So she could she's good at getting the ball back off people. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, and then I guess Roast, who fulfills not a dissimilar role in a way to Cinnamon. And, you know, you, you, they're primarily there with, they do loads of interesting stuff. They're primarily there for Arboff, right? Mm-hmm. Although Roast tends to do a bit more than just put his buff out. Because he's also one of the more killy models in a killy guild. Mm. Yeah, so that's true. his buff is that you generally use is for a two inch aura for one influence charge, which if you can get it on even, you know, one other model than roast is worth it. Um, he's got the best knockdown in the guild um, by far and has resilience. It's 18 hit points, but two zero. So he does die fairly quickly if you pop resilience. I mean, he does and... have big belly as well, which is quite can be quite useful. Mm. Basically, whenever an enemy damage, they get push one inch away, particularly given he has pushes all the way through his playbook. Um, so if he declares a counter-attack, plus big belly, you're getting pushed at least two inches away. 
So you need yeah. to be base to base with him, even if you've got two inch melee, um, to avoid getting pushed out. And even then, he's still got an achievable double push as well. Yeah. And there are tricks that your opponent can use against that, you know, standing between cover, put a mask up behind yeah. you or another squad. I guess the one, he's, he's the model you probably need to be most, like, we're saying you need to be careful with Spice because she dies easily. Roast is one of those models that if you see models in the opposition team that either have, like, AoE damage, you know, so, you know, Fang Tooth or Veteran Catalyst, or you see models that can hit sort of interest you know siren or something like that you need to be really careful with roast around them yes because uh, he can he can he can be great and he can do a lot of really good stuff and he's pretty high tack as well tack six with yeah. intimidation is really good but he you know he also is another source of burning but also your whole team can evaporate if like say you know if gutter gets hold of him you're in a very sad place i mean the other thing to be worried about is 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 people like sledge because if you can clear his resilience he's yeah. only got defense too um i've won I've, I've killed him on the charge with sledge anvil having just cleared resilience off him yeah because two two defense someone charges they're getting a wrap and they're causing pain yeah yeah so he's he's he is probably more he's not like a like when we're saying about i guess what you're coming in and sort of waves i guess with cooks aren't you so you're coming in often with like wellington and with uh, sort of the sugar AOE, and then with spice and roast is probably not is probably the back of that way. Like you, you will apply him in the right situation, and he can be a really good model to go first with almost and finish someone off and then put his buffs out. But you're not; he's not going; he's not leading the leading the charge, right? Not unless you desperately need someone knocked down. No. Yeah. Um, and, and then yeah, and then you've got two other models who are the butchers crossover models. So. Um, Shank is probably the more versatile crossover. He, he you know, he's Shank. He's really mm. good. Um, Shank tends to fulfil the same kind of role as Spice. Yeah. Um, I find they've got similar movement, although Shank has where they go. Both got two inch melee. Both put out similar amounts of damage. Spice puts out slightly more, but Shank does it with a bit more flexibility due to his extra movement abilities. Um, the other thing about Shank, in particular, reference to Wellington's legendary which gives everyone free character play. A 3,000 cut is yeah. utterly amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it just turns Shank into an absolute monster on that legendary turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty crazy because you're, you know, obviously it being a three-dice character play means it's really unlikely you're going to miss. Like, it's yeah. just, yeah, it's got a lot a lot going for it. Yeah, he's, he's more mobile, isn't he, than, than Spice. Yeah. And I have seen people use him in them to sort of get goals and things like that as well because of that mobility like you know I mean, where, where they go is just such a good ability in general like yeah having that flexibility is great yeah i mean uh, ha having two models available in guild with where they go is it's okay good. it's yeah. not bad right for uh <laughs> yeah. so, um i mean what he, what he doesn't give you is the synergy he doesn't give you the same synergy that you get with spice but yeah. it might be but he, you know, he can do it. He can definitely do a job in that slot. And if you feel like, I don't see, I don't think I'd replace Spice with him. I can't think of a situation like that. But maybe you replace Wellington with him on it. Not Wellington, um, Roast with him on occasion. Um, I've tended to swap between him and Spice. Swap okay. those two out. Um, use those two as the as the swaps. Um, mm. in general. What, what would? When would you take him over Spice? Um, I generally take him more than Spice because he's so much more flexible. Right. And because I 
don't feel that a lot of the time you need the extra damage output of Spice because you already have Wellington and Shank and Roast and that other pinch. Still, you've still got the other models as well. Um, and also because he's got where they go on a counter attack, he's less vulnerable to just dying than Spices. Yeah. He's um, a, and I guess even then, if he, you know, he's better able to escape even if he gets pinned down, right? You know, like if you're against a team that is is less maneuverable, then I think Spice is probably the pick because they can't. You don't need to chase them down so much, which Shank yeah. does. If you've got a team that's just going to come at you. Then you just go right. Spice, she's got the extra damage. I, I don't have to chase their team around the whole pitch. I can just go and hit them straight up. I, I um, can I can kind of see the argument for replacing Rose with Shank if you're worried about him getting abused by Gutter or Fangtooth or whatever. Rose stays. Yeah. Um, and also, it's another two-inch melee model. And then the last model. Is, is a very specific use, right? Is tenderizer, is goalkeeper. Uh, yeah, a lot of the time your selection of tenderizer will depend on whether you get the goal defense card. For that one turn. Yeah, for that one turn, the navigators are scoring on sixes, right? Uh, but he, he's, you know, he, he does, you know, he makes it harder for goal scoring teams to score. He has a very reliable knockdown, his tackle, you know, all that sort of stuff. The He's probably the hardest model to kill in Guild. Mm-hmm. Uh, 19 boxes to inch. At reach. least that's that's partly just because he's standing near your goal rather than going forwards most of the time, though. Yeah, it's true, and he is, and he's also he's a very good ball holder into guilds that are looking to get the ball back via tackles. He's got a very strong counter attack. Yeah, because yeah. that that knockdown so, is uh, yeah, or, or the ta- yeah, or the tackle double push, and he's got two inch melee as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, you play him into guilds that want to go three and zero. Against you, yeah. basically. Miners, people like that, yeah. Um, yeah, he's really, really good at what he does, but you wouldn't bring him into fighting teams for yeah. obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. Although he does have a weirdly, he does still have a really good playbook for damage because again, yeah. it's, it's momentous damage most of the way up. Uh, and he, cap, uh, capping out at oddly the highest single damage in the guild. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's the only one with the uh, momentous five. Oh, yeah, he does the playbook. Which you're is, not obviously you're not hitting that very often, but it, it's, it's not an unachievable option. though. And if you, you charge know. someone who's been knocked down or whatever, or you've I got mean, a couple of crowd outs, it's it's definitely doable. So he's quite good at a gun of giving him a couple of influence, activating first and finishing off a striker model, for yeah. example. Mm-hmm. Because I think celebrate this is is a is actually a pretty against certain guilds particularly celebrate this is a really good play because I know. You know, it's great. You know, vitriol scores tenderizer takes a third of her health off. But he, but actually, like there are quite a lot of tough, like hard to kill strikers, like people like Spade or Velocity, uh-huh. and actually getting that auto damage really mm. changes the maths on it. So, so those are those are the models. Those are the those are the eight players you've got. We've gone into them in a bit more detail than we have with the major guilds. What is your what are your tactics what are you looking to do you know basically you're looking to kick or, kick or receive and i'm, I'm sure we're going to have go a on, valerian go on you know um, you listener, listener, this is going to shock you what valerian is going to um, say in, into fighting guilds you want to receive a camp in a corner um, and basically missile wellington in and out um because having the ball means you have momentum control 
means you can have an activation advantage. You can put all the buffs onto Wellington. He just goes and kills a model. Next turn, he runs back into your team. You set up with Spice or Shank to do exactly the same thing. Um, that's rece- that's rece- kicking into football guilds, into into uh, fighting guilds. You're basically doing a very similar thing, except you're chucking your entire team up the table and just trying to kill things as fast as possible. Football guilds, it depends on the football guild. Um, 3-0 guilds, you generally want to sit back, play defensive with um, Tenderizer, put the speed buff out to threat going out so they can't just stand off at you. More 2-2 guilds, you're pro- or even 1-4 guilds, you're actually looking to position Wellington and Sugar in the midfield and look for those snapbacks um, and just try and outfight your opponent and get that snapback goal to get ahead. I'm not sure I entirely agree. Um, I think into 3-0 teams, actually, you want to be super aggressive. Um, because I think that getting right up in the middle, starting killing models and threatening the snapback is most important there. Because if you can basically do two six-point activations, they don't have time to score three goals. You you want to score... If you, if, if you score and kill a model when they score, you win. Whereas if you're sat in a corner, you're not threatening the goal. So you're, you're killing their striker every time. Um, but they're still scoring three goals before you've take, got six takeouts. Yeah, I think I... I probably sit somewhere and I can see the, the Wellington missile being really good. I think I've, I've tended to... I've tended to win... The few games I've played with them, I've tended to get... When I've won games, I've tended to do it through, yeah, a takeout and a snapshot and then another takeout and a snapshot. Um, rather than any sort of, you know, rather than that sort of, because the trouble is they are squishy. Yeah. So like, I guess when you play defensively, there's a real risk. I've had people play them defensively against like alchemists. And it's not just that they then concede a goal on turn one, it's that they concede a goal and their entire team's down three health, you know, so it's, it's tricky. I think they don't weather stuff well and actually chip damage is really bad against them. I think they, they're actually one of the guilds the, their plan really, really depends on what other guild they're playing against. Okay, yeah. Whereas there are a lot of guilds where you have a slightly more fixed overview of how you're playing into a lot of other teams. Cooks, because you're right, because they're so squishy, um, have tend to be a bit more flexible. So Charles Norris was summed them up quite interesting when he came to the you know the tournament we had in London last Christmas, you know, when we used to play in person. Well, you two do play in person now, but when others used to play in person, is uh, he just said, they're a guild that rewards doing the fundamentals of guild ball well. They, they reward that. You know, they, you know it's, it's get the basics right. Mm. And they're actually quite, because they, you know, they really reward you in that, you know, you know, stack, you know, make sure you're going with the right model first, make sure you've got the right threat ranges and the right position to go. And I know that sounds like sort of a really anodyne statement, but you're not looking to do anything incredibly janky with them. You're looking to do fundamental stuff uh, sort of quickly and efficiently. I I think that's probably a pretty good summary. And they're reasonably forgiving just because they're a fighting guild that can put out lots of damage. So you can, you know, if something goes wrong, you can still just kill things. Um, you're not relying on goals, which is always just that little bit riskier if something goes wrong. Yeah, yeah. Often if you miss a goal, it puts you in a really terrible position because you lose the model that tried it and the balls 
generally somewhere you don't want it to be. And the but, other thing is uh, also um, they're not focused through one model necessarily. While Wellington is obviously the major output model, all their models have good damaging, play, good momentous damaging playbooks. So all of their entire the entire guild can support the game plan. And I guess the other thing is they're slight, like everyone is slightly, I think building on that, everyone is slightly redundant. Like you have a guild that is designed to be missiles. Like this is not a guild that, it's not like blacksmiths, right? They're not, in that sense, they're not designed to start a fight and then just grind it out. Like, you know, like they're going to go in, they're going to do a ton of damage, then they might die, but then the other models come and do a ton of damage yeah. and you keep building out from there. Yeah. 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 Are they fun? What do you guys think of them? Do you like playing well, them? I mean, Valerian's not capable of actually having fun, but like um, I have fun. Whether my, my opponents have fun is an entirely different issue. Um, so I stopped playing Cooks because I found I was playing them very, very miserably, and I couldn't shake that mindset. Um, so I started opponents in particular, one opponent in particular, one of our locals. Um, I was basically completely and utterly miserable to him, um, and I basically dropped Cooks after that tournament because I found I just couldn't play them in a fun way did you drop them after that tournament valerian yes or did uh, you drop them after another tournament no no you took them to another tournament oh that's a shame oh, <laughs> i like to feel like i'd ruined your uh, like like i had with corsair anyway franco what do, what do you think are, are they fun i think they are fun um they're a team that rewards you being aggressive generally um unless you're valerian um, <laughs> yeah fair. He, he he basically plays them like scalpel yeah opticians um, yeah which, if you want to do, why not just play Scalpel? Um, she does but more fun stuff like than that. I guess that's interesting, isn't it? They can support it's, more than one play style. Yeah, I, th I think it's a it is a team that can do different things because although they're primarily fighting, they can score goals. Yeah. You, you're not going to you're unlikely to score three goals just because you're probably not hitting people to kill stuff at that point. Um, uh, two is very doable. So two is definitely doable, and as we we're saying, you know. Two six point activations from Wellington is, or another model, is pretty doable if you get sugar into the right place. Yeah, or even things like like we're saying earlier with, with the uh, you know Shank with the legendary that tackle on the third column when you've got three thousand cuts. Yeah. That's happening. <laughs> Actually, becomes achievable. Whereas normally trying to tackle models with Shank is yeah a bit futile. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant i think that's cooks in 30 minutes or just over uh, thank you very much gentlemen um no i will i'm sure we will see you i've got a sneaking for sneaking suspicion we will see you on this series again at some point so so thank you valerian langton and thank you francois langton